Hello and welcome to Longevity Now, the place to get all your news and views of life extension from around the world. I'm Justin Lowe, or Mind, as you might know me at the website. It has been a while since the last broadcast, and I apologize for not getting things moving at the pace the modern world expects. But I continue to search out guests and explore the multiple modes of media for this program. The first thing you might have noticed is that the name of the broadcast has changed. The last broadcast was named Longevity Time. How did it all change? Well, someone at the Longevity forums suggested Longevity Now. It sounded a bit better, has a good ring to it, so that is what we'll stick with for now. I want to remind everyone that your input is greatly appreciated. If you have a suggestion for a guest or other comments and constructive criticism, please let me know in the Longevity forums. One fellow said, For the love of God, please improve the audio! Well, hopefully the audio is much better today. Remember also that within the Longevity forums are a large variety of projects that you can help out with. If you have a few minutes to spare each week or month and you want to make a positive contribution toward unlimited lifespans, then don't be shy. Share your ideas. Use your creative talents. Go to the Action Forum at Longevity and find something. You don't have to be a scientist to contribute. Just spreading the theme of life extension is extremely important. I've always said that half of the battle to end aging is sociological or psychological. People like to wax on about how difficult to cure and how intractable physical human aging is from a scientific perspective. But it could be made a lot easier if more people were on board and that's where you can play a part. In that respect, I turn to today's guest on the program, someone who is on the front lines of getting more college-aged people interested in unlimited lifespans and rejuvenation technology. He's Daniel Kimball of SENSFI, or the SENS Foundation Academic Initiative. And welcome to the program, Daniel. First off, I would like to get a little bit of background about yourself. You're the interim SENSFI coordinator. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you became involved in uh, anti-aging research, uh, reju rejuvenation technology. Okay, right. Thanks. Well, I started off with SENS right after I graduated from college uh, in May of '09. I actually heard about it just a couple of months before I'd graduated when I read uh, an online article in Time magazine about Aubrey and other people doing this type of research. And I already knew at that point that I wanted to try to use science essentially for life extension so that fit right into what I was doing. So then I volunteered at the Science Research Center back in Arizona. Um, a little while after it came up to California, I moved up here to do research. So I've actually been employed at the Science Research Center for about a year now. But one month ago, I began to do this interim academic coordinator work with the academic initiative. Um, there was a vacancy in the top spot, and I was interested in sort of a, trying something different from lab research out. And I thought that it would be really a lot of fun to sure. try to lead this program. So that's how I ended up here. That's kind of how you ended up there. And before we get on to some other questions about the academic initiative in SENS Foundation Research, I just wanted to uh, ask you something about what you just mentioned about reading uh, about Aubrey and the SENS Foundation in Time Magazine. And I was wondering of other people that you've encountered uh, in the academic initiative or just around the, the SENS Research Facility and, and, and such things, new people that have been coming in, 
How many of them have also kind of been exposed to rejuvenation technology and anti-aging research by that means? Just happen to read it about it in a magazine or online or see a TV program with Aubrey on it? How important is that uh, as you've seen? Uh, it's actually quite important. Pretty much everybody, you know, by the internet or by Aubrey's book, uh, found out about it. Generally, it is directly from Aubrey. They saw an interview with Aubrey. They heard about ending aging. Um, basically, one of those things. So he's he's been pretty active. He's done a good number of interviews and had a pretty solid number of media appearances. And that actually is a really big uh, means of recruitment, I think, for the whole sort of life extension research community. Okay. Uh, what are the SensFi students doing right now? Uh, well, there are a couple, well, three really active projects going on. They're all uh, literature reviews, or rather two literature reviews and a sort of philosophy essay. So we just wrapped up one bench project, but we don't have any bench projects uh, ongoing. Those two literature reviews, one of them is on DNA methyltransferases, and the other is on microRNA. So basically our students are studying and working on manuscripts. And for people that aren't all that familiar with SensFi, and for young people that might be out there, college-age kids that are listening to this program, uh, how is the best way that they can get involved with the academic initiative at Sens Foundation? Well, basically, contact and, and, me. And the process uh, have... also, uh, the process of getting uh, uh, involved and applying. Right. Well, yeah, the applications are on our website, uh, sens.org slash AI. And basically, if you're the college student, especially if you're doing, you know, science, particularly biological sciences, biochemistry, that type of thing, uh, we could use those students and we'd be happy to have them. Uh, we do have mentors and projects generally available, so we could at least handle a few more students at this point, and we're always scaling up uh, Okay. Writing new projects, finding so new mentors and such. Students, I suppose, they can come to SENS Foundation Academic uh, Initiative. Uh, they can apply with their own ideas, I imagine. But you also have quite a few that you would like uh, to be researched as well. That's what you're saying? Right, exactly. There are those two general paths. Either a student can bring a project to us or a student can come to us and we can provide them with a project that we've already written. And what's on the table for the rest of 2011 as far as research goes, if you get a few more students coming in uh, now, a few, accept a few more applications? Right. Well, 2011, yeah, there's, there's a lot that could still happen in 2011. I mean, so basically what I'm working on now is, on the one hand, supporting and gradually scaling up the old academic initiative and at the same time building the structure of a new academic initiative. So in terms of the old one, I mean, absolutely, we can still take on some more students, provide people with literature reviews or bench projects, or if a student, you know, has a professor at a university whose lab they want to work in, we can potentially provide them with a materials grant. But, I mean, it's July, there's still a good amount of time left in 2011. We should have the new structure pretty well in place by the end of the year. And that will mean students can come to us, well, for a lot of different things. Okay. Before we get into that new uh, structure, I just wanted to mention as well that uh, with the academic initiative, uh, still the fact that the, the students can work and be mentored by uh, the SENS Foundation, or they can be mentored by a professor at their university, right? 
or research? Well, right. Um, we would ideally provide a distance mentor, even if the oh. student was using a faculty mentor at their own university. But it's true that you could either depend entirely on us for mentorship, or you could largely look to your own university. And you talked about a new structure for SENSFI. Uh, what's your vision, or what is that structure that you plan to implement, or you would like to see done? Well, it's it's interesting. So there are a handful of different things that we're looking to do. Um, one is outreach in addition to research to help our students actually, you know, spread the word about SENSFI and SENS in general. And that will mean that we won't only have research projects available for students, but also outreach projects. And those could take, you know, a number of different forms. But for example, if we have a PDF of flyer available on our website, a student could pretty easily print that off, distribute those at their own university. That's about the most basic, straightforward, um, imaginable outreach project. Okay. So that type of area, outreach in general, is one thing that we're looking at. Another is uh, the possibility of coursework. That was floated some while ago, actually about a year ago by Kelsey. And it's something that we uh, did a little bit of work on over the last few months, but haven't actually fleshed out. Let me pause just for a second here so you can define coursework. Are you talking about setting up a university track where people can study longevity and rejuvenation specifically? Well, that would be in the very, very long term. That may not actually happen, but one thing that we can do is provide at least one or two basic online courses ah, okay. that provide a general introduction to, well, basically, SEMS and this sort of research, the sort of scientific background that you need. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. And, and now I want to also ask you, what type of role can longevity play? In the past, we have provided some scholarships for SENS-FI students, um, but uh, now that you know it's been a couple of years, uh, what are the types of things that uh, people at Longevity could help out and promote uh, the academic initiative? Right. Well, we never would say no to funding, but uh, <laughs> okay. beyond that, sure. I mean, yeah, you all have your science initiative coming up, I believe. Uh, that's sort of being formed, and we should be able to cooperate pretty extensively with that. I mean. About half, as far as I can tell, of what the science initiative will do is a lot like what the academic initiative does. Okay. There is a lot of overlap. Um, and besides that, I mean, especially once we have actual outreach projects available, it would be entirely possible that uh, longevity members, if they're interested, could pick up some of those outreach projects and uh, sort of be advocates if they're interested. Well, that is one uh, focus or one strength of longevity, I would see, is... Uh, uh, advocating things, being um, uh, being out there, getting the word out uh, about uh, longe uh, longevity and anti-aging research. Now, I, we, you mentioned funding, and uh, that's always a possibility of uh, providing scholarships. I noticed on uh, the 2010 SENS Foundation uh, website on their uh, year-end review that $41,000 was spent on the academic initiative. Uh, how is that money? How was that money spent in uh, 2010, as far as you're aware? Right. I can't speak for all of it. I haven't actually seen their breakdown from before I was here. Though, historically, it has largely been grants and scholarships, especially scholarships, probably about three to one scholarships to grants, Two to one or three to one in terms okay. of dollars spent. Um, okay. 
So yeah, there's been no real significant average spending lately. So not that. Oh, okay. Um, Most of it on the research end. Yeah. Also, we've brought interns into the RC through the academic initiative and supported them, helped pay for their housing, that sort of thing. I see. Oh, okay. So that gives us an idea of what type of uh, things uh, students can expect. And when you talk about scholarships, that's uh, scholarships for the students going through money to help them through college and, and such things. But grants as well, uh, Those do those involve material grants for, say, bench work that uh, some students might be doing? Right. That's really one thing grants are. They have to be spent on materials, and they are only available for bench projects for that reason. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for all the information about the uh, SENS Foundation Academic Initiative. It's good to uh, get to know the new person that's uh, the head there. And Daniel, before we uh, close this uh, interview, I just wanted to know if you had anything else to add about uh, SENS Foundation or the academic initiative that uh, you wanted to mention. Uh, Well, just the generally... um we are really ramping up our level of activity significantly. We're not at our largest, you know, in our history at this moment, but, you know, once we have our new structure in place, hopefully in a relatively small matter of months, we'll be ready to take on a really considerably larger number of students and to grow the program pretty rapidly. So we are, you know, we're out there now. Well, wonderful. Well, best of luck to you, Daniel. Thanks for being on Longevity Now. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much, Daniel. And I want to give a huge shout-out to the entire SENS Foundation and the Methuselah Foundation for all of the work they have done and continue to do with limited funds and staff. They are really making a difference. And before I go, I wanted to stay on the theme of projects and getting more people involved. One project that was undertaken by Longevity was Folding at Home. Many of you are familiar with this and perhaps used to contribute to the Longevity meme team. At one point, Longevity offered the very first dedicated recurring cash prize for people who contributed to our team with the idea that if our team rose to the top, it would garner more publicity, not only for Longevity, but for the Longevity meme, which is now fightaging.org. The prize was wildly successful, and our team rapidly rose into the top 100 of teams from around the world. Then the funding, a few hundred dollars every three months, dried up and the team sank. A few former folders are still interested in getting the team revved up again. It was fun. Everyone got into the competition, and it was a good community builder. We would like your input on how and if we should throw some support behind this effort. Can we find a way to rally the team without cash prizes? Can we offer something else? In the era of mobile computing, is folding at home still relevant? Submit your thoughts in the Longevity forums we want to hear. Until next time, I'm Justin Lowe.